Dude, I sharpened <laughs> this one pencil today, man. Hello, and welcome to the Erasable Podcast, episode XLV. I am Dr. John Gamber II, and I am joined, as always, by Andrew Wellfley and Timothy Wassum. Furthermore, we three are joined by the veritable queens of penciledom, Caroline Weaver and Caitlin Elgin of CW Pencil Enterprise. Now, all at once, how are you guys doing? Hey! Great. Fantastic. Hey! <laughs> we expect you all to keep our voices straight for the rest of the episode. Yeah, so should we introduce ourselves one by one in order of um, <clears throat> age? <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, that's you. Yeah, this is Johnny, who is 29. <laughs> uh, Johnny, we're the same age. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> Johnny's like 60. I'm 36 and a half. We're the same age. It's fine. No, I think you probably know all of us. Tim's the one with the deep voice. I'm the one with the middle voice, and I say, um, too much. And Johnny's the one who does the Dr. Claw voice. That's and, not me. Uh, <laughs> and it's just Dr. Claw on our call. So uh so this is Caroline. Hi, I'm Caroline. And this is Caitlin. Hi, I'm Caitlin. So this is more pencil people than we've had uh on the show for a long time. I think probably since we had um the two uh um, bullet pencil guys. Yeah. That was all dudes. That was a little harder to distinguish. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all have funny accents. Yeah. I mean, not me. All over the country. Yeah. Awesome. So we have a super, super jam-packed episode tonight. Should we talk about what we're going to talk about or just jump into this gross stuff you guys are drinking? <laughs> I, I think we should probably jump right in. All righty. Who wants to go first? Who's on here first? How about you, Miss Caitlin? What are you um, drinking right so now? Andy's already announced what gross stuff he's drinking, <laughs> and I'm going to be about on par with him. Um, I mean, before we did this, Caroline and I were downstairs drinking champagne, but now that we're actually podcasting, I am drinking the champagne beers. Yeah. Um, nice. Good <laughs> Miller High Life, yeah. number one. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking Miller High Life, and I am writing with my number one go-to, the General Cedar Point number two. And I am writing in my favorite notebook, the uh, Nemesine. I think you guys have talked about it a few times, and I also don't know how to pronounce it right. So if somebody wants to correct me, and that would be wonderful. Nemosine. Nemosine. <laughs> I, I like I like Nemosine myself. I think that's funny. Nemosine. Yeah. We say Nemesine a lot in the shop, but Nemosine. I'm pretty sure that's not right. <laughs> awesome. How about you, Caroline? Um, I I'm still drinking champagne. I'm actually drinking. <laughs> miniature bottle of champagne that has been in our fridge since the day the shop opened is it sideways or is the cork all dry oh no it's fine it's totally fine <laughs> yeah, it, was a, it was a one of those cute mini bottles that a friend brought me on the day that we opened um she was actually our first customer and it's been in there ever since um and so i'm drinking that and i'm writing with a craft design technology pencil which is my um favorite just generally used pencil because the eraser is really good and it's really pretty. And if anyone read my blog post, you also know that it's my favorite pencil to put in a ponytail. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I'm writing in my um, yellow Smite planner that has a lot of blank pages in the back. You want to lead the dudes, Mr. Andy? Sure. <laughs> well, I am Pencil drinking. 
I'm drinking a Tecate Cerveza. And because I am extra classy, it is a tall boy uh, put into a regular size koozie. So it's, <laughs> so like it's a turtleneck for your beer. It's like a turtleneck for my beer. <laughs> so it is poking out of the top. I have been on kind of like a cheap Mexican beer kick lately because there's so much of it out here that I have never experienced before. Um, I've had uh, Tecate before, but it has, uh, but not before I moved here. So this is pretty great. We need to get erasable koozies. Yes. Uh, no. Best idea. Or CW pencil koozies, or both. Um, both. Either. <laughs> I want a cooler. Yeah, a cooler. cooler. <laughs> yeah. And I am writing uh, in a uh, field notes um, in one of my Shenandoah ones with. Um, I'm kind of actually getting back into the Statler uh, School Norris pencil, um, just because I really love that like red cap on it. I think it's so beautiful. So uh, this one is probably about half an inch above the Steinbeck stage. I have an orange capped one that is the 2B that I'm going to probably be starting here pretty soon. Uh, so yeah, that is that is me. Uh, Tim? I am drinking Bullet Rye on the rocks. Yum. Johnny, you're typing. Special occasion. That's not me. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, John, Tim. What's, what's going on? No, that's fine. We're going to fight And I am ri- writing with a... Uh, Blackwing 211 that is duct taped back together. I think I talked about it on the last last episode. Yeah. But it's a that I ran to the table and cracked in half. I didn't want to let it go, so I used some black duct tape and nerd. Good as new. Good as new. Nerd. It was. It just got dad fixed. So <laughs> there's your hashtag for the night. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's me. Cool, Johnny. Awesome. I am having the same bottle of. Um, Crown Royal Northern Harvest Rye I've been working on since Thanksgiving because I don't really <laughs> drink that much. But I'm on my second, so that's something. Johnny's such um, a teetotaler. No, I drink so much coffee, I think I would die if I drank any alcohol with it. <laughs> just explode. <laughs> I would shrivel up. I'm usually really just grossly dehydrated. But anyway, <laughs> I am running with a brand new General's Drafting pencil in the is this purple or indigo? The The darkest of the Capitol Hill edition Field notes from Starbucks. Oh, later. yeah, it's like a purple. On the back, it should have a neighborhood name, like Magnolia or really? Queen Anne or something like that. Oh, man, I didn't know. Yeah, that. look at the back of your notebook. That doesn't mean anything to me, though. Okay. Well, does it, say anything <laughs> does it say anything that looks like a uh, a neighborhood or a word, a random word? Um, I just see the reference to the Pantones. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm talking about the has... very back, the, like the back. Nope. <laughs> It doesn't matter. <laughs> this is weird bumps. Looks like a skinned chicken. <laughs> a purple skinned chicken. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> hey, right. Johnny, so, I have good, yeah. good news for you. that I actually read something not too long ago that people who drink huge amounts of coffee, that your body actually figures out how to hydrate you. Yeah. From coffee. <laughs> so you're doing fine, buddy. My body that is the, hydrating. The two also, pound, the two pounds of coffee a week that you go through. Did you, uh, is, yeah, it's, it's Johnny? Do you, do you drink your coffee black? Sometimes. Did Depends you read that thing about how people who drink their coffee black are probably sociopathic? Um, no, but I'm going to go get half and half in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> My whole family drinks it black, so I guess. That's I cool. yeah, I drink it black too. I think I need <laughs> to find that link and share it out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually don't like light roasted coffee black because it doesn't taste like anything. Yeah. 
like dusty like, water. You know, all that hipster coffee now that just tastes sort of like caramel and brown. It's gross. Yeah. <laughs> my pour over, my pour over. <laughs> How you drink your coffee could point to psychopathic tendencies. What does it say if you drink a half a gallon of French press a day? <laughs> that just means <laughs> you're probably a serial killer. <laughs> I've got very white teeth for a coffee drinker. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So should we go on fresh point? You probably should. <laughs> <laughs> a big straw from ikea yeah fresh plants are gonna be like three hours long so yeah okay <laughs> should we use the same order do you want to go first caitlin sure sure i feel a little nervous going first because i wasn't quite sure what i should talk about for fresh points everything everything everything, everything and nothing <laughs> um so i guess i'll start with a little bit of shop news um we hired two new people this week yay Yay. Um, the first one, her name is Alex. Um, she is getting her MFA in creative writing. So obviously she gets bonus points for that, but she also is our first girl who's really into pens. She's a big fan of Pen Addict. So we have kind of another voice in the shop, which is really exciting. Um, but we also hired our first pencil dude. What? What? Um, it's me. We thought we were going to be your first pencil dudes. You're honorary pencil dudes. Yeah, it counts, right? We'll take it. Yeah, sure. Um, his name is Max, and one of the reasons why we were kind of drawn to him is he brought in his own pencils that he made. Um, I thought that was so. not possible because of globalization. <laughs> um, well, they were made out of... Um, like two millimeter pieces of lead that would go on like a lead holder. And he had wrapped them in different colored um, origami paper. And hmm. they're really cute. They're really oh. kind of funny, kind of charming. So yeah, first pencil dude. We're hmm. really excited about that. I'm really excited about him. He's great. He's very nice. Yeah, yeah. he's very nice. We'll do the, off the full dude episode. <laughs> we'll call it that. <laughs> full dude episode. Full dudes. <laughs> Sit around in our underwear, scratching ourselves, drinking beer. Oh my gosh. Dude, I sharpened <laughs> this one pencil today, man. <laughs> yeah. And the other shop news that is not particularly news to steer away from whatever that was going to be um, is we finally got coom sharpeners. Um, and now we are stocking the masterpiece and we'll hopefully be stocking the masterpiece for the foreseeable future. That is awesome. Did That's you have a big rush amazing. as soon as, uh, as soon as you, you opened it? Absolutely. Online? That's so great. Absolutely. I finally have one for myself, which is really exciting. I like somebody in the group said that they didn't realize that it came with the little neoprene case. And then I realized, yeah, I totally haven't like talked about and that. And the plastic case and the, <laughs> it's, so great. Yeah. it's like a little Russian nesting doll. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Yeah, it's it's all a little superfluous, but very awesome. Yeah. That case is so great. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a little bit of um, personal that I wanted to share is you guys have talked a lot about stationery on the podcast. So this isn't necessarily about pencils, but I thought people would appreciate it. Um, in the show notes, I shared a link to this Etsy shop I found that sells vintage stamps. And I didn't know that you could use vintage, like old stamps as regular postage and got really excited and maybe bought too much stamps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it all came packaged in this really wonderful little like stationery. And it was just like, 
I need more people to know about this store. It's called Verge Studio. Um, they're in Pennsylvania. It's hmm. just awesome. They do little themed packages. I bought one full of cactuses. That's great. awesome. I'm looking at their Etsy store right now. This is super cool. Yeah, it's just like a... You guys talked, I think, on a recent episode about writing each other letters. And I'm like, now I need to write everybody letters with really cool vintage stamps. Ooh, look at some of these. So what are the denominations of them? Like, how much are they? Worth? Um, I saw... 20 of them? You have to use, yeah, probably about five stamps in the envelope. <laughs> but, like, yeah, there are ones that are, like, weird denominations, like eight cents. <laughs> Oh, I don't man. think I got one that was more than 25 cents a stamp. I'm going to spend so much money on this. Um, by the way, uh, if all of you listening, not on the live stream, but uh, recorded, if you go to erasable.us slash 45, you can see all the show notes and see what we're talking about on there. So erasable.us slash 45. Awesome. So do you want to go next, Caroline? Sure, I'll go next. Um so I think as we already established, I was in New Orleans this weekend, um, had a very dramatic journey home today. Mom, if you're listening, everything's fine. I made it home. Yay. Um, but uh, so I'm, I'm not really one to buy tourist pencils or like, yeah, pencils for landmarks or things like that, unless they're really cool. But I was really surprised to find that at the Café du Monde, like the cafe that's famous for like the chicory coffee and the beignets, they have really cool pencils. They're, um, and they're really well-centered. They're actually really nice. I sharpened one today, and it's actually quite nice to write with. But um, the, entire, the entire barrel of it is um, green and white stripes, like they're awning. And they, they were really, really cute. I was really surprised because I'm usually a bit of a snob about those things. But um, I was so excited about that. And I think the ladies in the shop thought I was crazy and my boyfriend was a little bit embarrassed <laughs> I to find like 20 cent pencils in a gift shop but um yeah they're really fun um and do you know who made them I don't know I can't really tell um they when I sharpen them they have very similar characteristics to the moon products pencils that we have made for our shop so I wouldn't be surprised if they make them or they might just be made in China to be honest but um, yeah, they were, they were really nice for being gift shop pencils. I was really surprised and really excited, but, um, yeah, those are fun. And, oh, I have, I have like kind of shocking news or some of you might think this is shocking. Um, Caitlin knows what I'm talking about. We received a product into the store today. That is not a pencil. Um, it's a pen. <gasps> and uh -oh. a <laughs> no, it's yeah. like a mechanical pencil and a pen. Not that cool. Um, and no, you have to see it. You have to see it. I promise I'll post pictures online. I'll post them on the group like right after this. I'm in the office. I've got them right here. But they, um, it's this this company that approached us. It's a company that makes a lot of those like artist edition, like fancy pens for museum shops and stuff. And they have this set that comes in a box that looks like a composition notebook. Ooh. Beautiful. And they have, um, they make these, they make these pencils. It's a mechanical pencil and a pen. They look almost identical. Um, and it's a really nice mechanical pencil and a really nice ballpoint pen. And they look like, they look like jumbo hexagonal yellow pencils. And, um, there's, cool. there's something, yeah, there's something really funny about them. And they even, the set comes with the pen, the pencil, the refill lead, and it comes with two replacement erasers for the pencil, which are like hilariously jumbo versions of pink arrowhead erasers. Huh. Um, 
it's really funny. It's a really lovely gift, like gift item, or just like if you're gonna, if you're a pencil person, and you're gonna write with a pen, then maybe this is the one you should be writing with. But um, yeah, it's kind of big news because we've been so adamantly against selling pens or mechanical pencils. But since they look like pencils, um, and they're so beautifully packaged, we thought we'd make an exception. We'll see how it. We'll see how it does. But you know, um, I see a lot of pens that look like pencils, but I never see pencils like wooden pencils that look like pens. That's true. That would be weird though, wouldn't it? It would probably be weird. It'd be cool to get like a like a pencil that looks like like a bit crystal or something like that. Mm-hmm. You should uh Ah, that would be really pretty. Like <laughs> well, but it would have, like where would the wood go? Would it be like plastic over wood over graphite? Like that would be Yeah, that would be probably pretty bad. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> There's also something Sorry. No. There's also something really entertaining about the fact that the company that makes them is called Acme Studios. Like, yeah. Like Wiley Coyote uses them? Yes. Do they come in a big, like, giant cardboard box that just says Acme on the side of it? I wish. <laughs> we should suggest that to them. <laughs> anyway, that's, yeah, our shocking news. That we're, <laughs> we're going to sell a pen. Nobody freak out. Please, nobody be mad at us. Um, <laughs> trust us. I just it. We should uh we should totally You're lose like ten thousand followers on Instagram. <laughs> 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 they can afford. That would still leave like fifty thousand. Yeah, right. <laughs> we should we should totally do uh link bait the title of the show and be, and be like Caroline Weaver reveals something shocking about her shop. <laughs> you won't believe what she says. <laughs> One yeah. weird trick. To... We're getting hate mail now. Ten people hate her. <laughs> you get hate mail? Or no, you would. No, we get so much love mail. We get so yeah. much good mail. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, as we go, if anybody in the um, in the chat hears us say something that is particularly um, title worthy, you should totally call it out uh, in the chat. Right? Any other fresh points, Caroline? Um, no, I think that's all I've got. Okay. All right. Uh, first thing I wanted to mention is um, I saw in the Field Nuts group recently that Aaron Draplin's new book is coming out. Um, it is due out May 17th. You can pre-order it now on Amazon. Uh, we have a link in show notes uh, with our, our referral code in it, on it. Uh, I would love it if you guys would click through to pre-order it through our code. It's 25 bucks. It's a hardcover book. Um, and it, just like a lot of their posters, it is called Pretty Much Everything. Um, and I don't exactly know what's in it, but I know that it has just like a history of, of Draplin. It has a bunch of... Um, just logos and designs that he's made. And I think that it may even have like a little evolution of the field notes in there too. Um, that time that I went to go visit him in his shop uh, last fall in Portland, he was telling me a little bit about it. So he said that he basically just took all a bunch, a bunch of field notes and kind of laid them out on the floor and took the big aerial shot of them. So um, I can't wait to see if that's in the book. I'm totally pre-ordering this. The list price is 40 bucks. Pre-order is 25 bucks, so you save $15, which is pretty great. Um, what else? I lost my episode list. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fred Litch, who is a member of the group, um, contacted me the other day, and he um, was reading back through some old wood-clinched archives when I was writing about my father-in-law's old notebooks, and he totally has one of them. Uh, let me grab this real quick. It's, it's an old... Um, kind of like vinyl leather brown looking thing uh it's the what is it called kufel and esser um it's an old notebook it has like those logarithm uh 
like tables in the front that you can convert things. I don't know if you're an engineer. And it has like really cool tabular uh, graph paper inside. It's super cool. I'll post a picture of it to uh, to the group and to show notes as well. So thank you, Fred, so much for that. I also wanted to mention uh, the Hackwing Club. That is, this is so awesome. It's so yeah. much fun. I love it. It was basically kind of based off of discussions. The group, it, it seemed like a lot of people were taking the ferrule off their black wings and put the, putting them on other pencils or um, just putting like the silver ferrule on the MMX black wing or something like that. Basically just changing up their pencils. So uh, being a compulsive domain buyer that I am, I bought hackwing.club and just hooked it up to a tumbler um, and just accepted submissions of people's hack wings, um, kind of finding them in the group and posting them when I, when I can, but also anybody who goes to hackwing.club slash submit can submit a picture of their own, their own hack wings. So I opened the like absurdist hack wings, like attaching a black wing eraser to like a spatula. Uh, yes, no, that would be, (laughs) that would be amazing. Not, or attaching okay. like a, I'm gonna do just that. Check. Like a cat to a pencil. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was just supposed to say attach, attach a two-year-old of a pencil or something. <laughs> attach yeah. a two-year-old to a pencil. Yeah, <laughs> put blackwing ferals on Henry's fingers and set him about to clean the bathroom. For example, one that I saw today, I th- was it was it Lenore who posted okay. the um... <laughs> Edward Blackwing fingers. Oh, the glammy <laughs> one. <Blackwing> hands. Yeah. <laughs> I think she she painted a feral with nail polish. Um, and put it on the end of a white pencil and had like a oh, I saw that like a Valentine's Day blackwing that was amazing uh, and then Lenore also spent an amazing amount of time last week <laughs> basically finding old posts when people have done this and tagging them hashtag blackwing yeah. in the group that was and then she turned that into a uh, pretty amazing just opportunity for puns there was like a loose feral on something that she put hashtag slackwing. Uh, she paints. She put lacquer on a ferrule and called that lacquing. <laughs> At one point, I, one I think she day. took. Oh man, what was it? It was something. It was something that was kind of like liberal in politics, and she called it a left wing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. She turned around a black wing, so the writing uh, faces uh. right side up if you're left-handed, and called it a left wing. <laughs> yeah, that was. She put orange hair on one and called it the Trump wing. The Trump wing. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> hackwing.club um, I'm loving hackwing.club yeah I've got a bunch more to send you I think that everybody should just register crazy like TLDs and point them toward pencil pencil websites <laughs> um, let's see last thing I was going to mention this okay this topic cheat is so long that I'm just losing my place all the time oh yeah last thing I was going to mention we've talked many times on the show about the uh A.W. Faber um, Janus sharpener, which is an old one that they made that actually like has a slightly curved blade. And so you, it, mm-hmm. it sharpens into a concave tip, which is just gorgeous. Um, I think that it's Stephen Watts who has like a bunch of these and they're kind of expensive on eBay. Uh, the Lexi Heliker, which is a butchered term that I'm going to say, a German word for pencil, Johnny, is that correct? No idea. Okay. <laughs> I should actually like <laughs> translate this. Uh, Gunter, who runs Hexico like Hellliker, um, went to Paper World and had a series of posts about it, just like 
uh, our fearless pencil, fearless pencil ladies who Fer- are their fearless tr- pencil ladies. They're fearless pencil ladies. End dip, end dip. So Gunter had a brochure from Mobius plus Rupert, which makes the um, Helix, and they're going to be he's, they're going to be making something called a Pollux, and it kind of looks like the little uh, Alvin brass bullet. Uh, they have something called a Pollux. That's P- what I call it. O l l u x, and it says it has a concave tip. So I've been saying for a while now that we should um, somebody should kickstart and bring back the Janus. Yeah, aren't there two? One with a long tip and one with a um, regular tip of the Janus or of the Pollux. The, there are two new ones coming out with curved blades. That's true. Yeah. Or did I read that wrong? Yeah, yeah. I was. Um, I, I spit have a, coffee on my computer when I saw that. I have a link in show notes <laughs> to the original um, post that Gunter made, and then I have one that's a Google Translate pass through uh, which badly badly translates it um so yeah it, in there you can see pictures of this so i'm uh overjoyed that this is going to happen and i'm gonna need you guys caroline and caitlin i'm gonna need you to carry this as soon as possible so i can get one Don't, we're on it yes yeah yes we'll make it happen yeah that's awesome yeah michael metz in the chat is like really hope caroline will be stocking these so <laughs> I have so many sharpeners, but clearly I need this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is, I think I have like a hundred sharpeners. Yeah, I love my masterpiece, but I really love that concave tip. And the one Janus sharpener that I have doesn't work very well. So, uh, yeah, I'm super into that. Comes out in April. If Luke was on here, he'd tell us we could do all the concave tips we want with a knife. Well, but he's a master of the knife sharpening. So, <laughs> yeah. I definitely am not sh- as sure-handed as that. So, Tim, how about your um, how about your fresh points? Well, actually, follow up what you were just talking about, which we mentioned the masterpiece. I have a masterpiece physics question. I is what I'm going to call it, <laughs> which I'm not a math guy or a physics guy, <laughs> but uh, I have. So, my masterpiece I've been using a lot because we've had them for a while. And when you sharpen, like you know, like uh, do you call it the collar, like the we call the the point where the the paint or the lacquer meets the exposed wood. The collar. Mine is like that's I guess that's what I'll call it. But like you know, yeah. like right at the end of the the cone, like the conical wood part where you're sharpening it. Yeah. I get like a crazy, like wonky, wavy line. Does that mean that I just need to change my blade? I don't know. What? It gets like it's weird. Uneven. Like it like dips down on one side and it's high on the other side. Huh. I don't know if I just maybe I may I should just try changing blades or something. I mean, that's, I, that's your problem. It's getting if, high. What? It's getting high. Has it's it always high, done that? Yeah. Uh, no, no. It's just been last week or so. Are the blades loose? Uh, I could check. I which this actually transitions into my first fresh point, which I was going to mention the awesome sharpener talk that's been going on in the group. Uh, yes. Which at least I. When I started being aware of it is when I had posted because I was looking for – I had picked up the Doll 133 when Johnny mentioned it and really enjoy it. It's an awesome sharpener. And then I, The only crank sharpeners I have are that and the classroom friendly. Those are actually the only two I have. And so what I asked was simply, you know, I have the Doll. I like that. I have the – I have the classroom friendly, which I love. That's I forget who it was off the top of my head, but somebody's referring to it as the Red Devil. Was it Stephen Watts? For the angry, angry devil, the angry devil, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from chewing up the. But I was just thinking, like, is there something in between 
that doesn't or 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 as sharp as a classroom friendly that doesn't uh, leave the teeth marks. Uh, Caroline, Caitlin, do you know that one? I don't, but I did see somebody recently comment about the classroom friendly, saying that they found the marks comforting because they knew that their pencil was secure. (laughs) They're just love bites. Yes. Instead of bites, we'll just call them nibbles. (laughs) Some like nice little love nibbles on your pencil. (laughs) Love nibbles nibbles on your pencil. That is the title of our show. But uh, but so there's been some awesome discussion, and uh, the one out particular I was going to point out was uh, Javier in the group posted just like about his process of looking for his perfect sharpener is really really helpful for me, which talked about the options you have for switching the the blade in the classroom friendly, like putting that in other things, like the Carl sharpeners in the classroom friendly are pretty interchangeable, and he pointed out that, and I, I'm assuming that it doesn't have the the bite marks, but uh, he pointed out that you can take the Carl. He calls it uh, the Carl CC 2000, which is like 25 bucks. Last time I saw it, and you can put the classroom friendly blade into it, which which gives you the classroom friendly point, but without the the teeth marks. If you're looking for that, hmm. uh, which I thought was really cool. And there's been a lot of those kind of discussions with uh, Javier and. I think you know, Les was in the conversation. Stephen, uh, Stephen immediately responded to to my original post and pointed, or in posted side by side pictures uh, of the pencils that he'd sharpened. And then, like a few days later, he ended up coming out with this sharpener post on Johnny's blog, which I was actually going to get Johnny to talk about um, a little he bit. The Frankenstein sharpener. <laughs> yeah, t- can you talk about that that post a little bit? So, like all of Stephen's other posts, this is just like incredibly detailed and really well written, and I'm not going to explain it very well, so we could put a link there. But um, this is part one of a myth-busting doubleheader that he and his son did about um, transporting the guts between the two sharpeners, and then he did another one about the El Casco, which is really, really, really cool, that I will let you read for yourself because you have to see the pictures. So now I kind of want one. Well, yeah, check out. We'll put that link in the show notes. I've got it. Yeah, got it right here. Um, <clears throat> and the only other thing I was going to mention is that my wife gave me the best Christmas present I've ever had, uh, which is she gave me permission to uh, disappear for a couple days on a writing retreat, that which is, is awesome. happening. That is which cool. is happening this weekend. Um, so, so everybody actually, blow up Tim's Twitter. Yeah. Well, I won't have like even phone reception, let alone (laughs) uh, (laughs) the internet connection, because the Uh, place I'm going is actually, it's up on Roan Mountain, which is the closest mountain to us right here. And it's a converted schoolhouse that was turned into a cabin, like still has the original blackboards in it and stuff. It's awesome. It's actually a professor of mine owns it and she's letting me take it. So I'm going to be there for two nights, uh, three days, two nights. I had a care package I could have sent you before you left. Crap. Well, so that's actually brings me to my point. What I was going to say, I wasn't just going to talk about the fact that I get to do this, but I need <laughs> to decide what to take on this thing because Man. I don't want to be thinking about stuff the whole time. And it's not been as easy a decision as you think because you, oh, you yeah. think he's obviously going to take Palomino HP, but it actually wasn't that. This is as simple. close. This is as close as in real life we'll ever get to that deserted island question. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I've got, I'm, I'm going to be totally, I'm going to be like 45 minutes from home. I'm going to have two full days to work on stuff and I need to decide what to take with me. That's not going to distract me from what I'm actually there to do <laughs> work on the novel. So I'm like struggling and I need advice. So how, how should I go about deciding? Oh, what to take? I would take five big pens and a composition book. Are you going to take your typewriter? <laughs> so just, Forget pencils. I, yeah, I would get too distracted by pencils because I like mm. them too much. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually am. I am taking my typewriter. Cool. Hermes. Going to scare the animals take... away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm taking that, but I can't decide. So I'm going to take a dozen of something, and I'm going to take one sharpener, and it's going to be a crank sharpener, mm. and I'm just going to go for it. But I can't decide. I thought it would be easy. I thought what? I'd just take the Palomino HP, but I'm actually considering other options. But I have decided that I'm taking pencils. Like, that's okay. going to happen. That's all I'm taking. I'm going to take my typewriter, but I'm going to take pencils. And the idea is I'm going to take a dozen, and one sitting of working on my the project is going to be work like working through that dozen. And then I'll take a break. I'll sharpen them all back up and then start a new session and take breaks like in the middle. So I'm not worried about the sharpening part, but so I'm so basically, you have a, I, do you still have your ahead. giant box of forest choice pencils? I do. Yeah. So I've, I've narrowed it down to forest choice, Palomino HB, black wings or, uh, renews. Oh, uh, those are things I that think, I have in quantity that I think will get the job done. But I think, I would go for the Renew or the Forest Choice, but I think the Renew has better point retention. Mm-hmm. But the Forest Choice is a better eraser. So there's my struggle. So if anybody wants Damn. to chime in and Pack give me some advice things. about what they would take. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually have some uh, Renews that I converted and put Blackwing erasers on. So I've got <laughs> some of those. There you go. There's your answer. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The Renewing. But. The New Wing. <laughs> new Wing. <laughs> renewing. Renewing, <laughs> uh, but that's me. So that's that's the struggle I'm going through. Just thought you'd uh, be interested. If anybody has any input, I'd love to hear it. But I'm I'm super excited. Thank you to my awesome wife for giving me this opportunity. I haven't never been able to do this. So I'm gonna be gone. So if you try to get in touch with me on Twitter, I'll be gone all day Friday, all day Saturday, and most of Sunday. And then. Uh, so we all know where Tim's gonna to, be. So try to, we just try to get in. some stuff done. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. Just try and find me. Hey, yeah. I was just in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got yeah, some send me the beer. GPS coordinates. I'll probably be like, yeah, come in. Yeah, I need some, need some distraction. But. I'll bring you some Blackwing beer. It'll be awesome. <laughs> You're not going to get anything done, though. <laughs> <laughs> done. Yeah. I'm just get drunk in an old school house, but... <laughs> which sounds just as good. Which is like yeah. a mountain. It's like in up on a t- like on a mountain, like around. There's like no houses. So I, I I love thinking about that place actually being a schoolhouse because uh, it's not easy to get to. <laughs> Have you been <laughs> there like before? Right up- it's like right on a creek. Yeah, I've been there a lot. Yeah, we'd actually go there with my wife was in seminary, and there were a lot of you know, friends of theirs. We we would get together and go to this cabin. And there were these African students, like that are from uh, mostly from Nigeria and Kenya, and we would go there out in the front and play the hot coal game. Have you ever heard of this? <laughs> it sounds painful. It's amazing. So, uh, you we'd get in the circle. There'd be like a dozen of us in a circle. And we'd have like a campfire going, and we'd isolate a coal like a hot coal from the fire that's about the size of a golf ball well no probably a little smaller a little smaller than a golf ball and the, and the idea of the game that they taught us is that if you scoop it up into your hands and you just keep shaking your hands like you're about to roll some dice it, it, it won't burn your hands and so you just stand there and you keep shaking it and then you have to throw it to somebody and they have to catch it and then start shaking their hands we'd play that like all night long so yeah, i wouldn't play that game and there was and there was no alcohol involved so uh that's probably good. 
Yeah, no, I'm saying like we, we we did it we did it by our own will without even like <laughs> that, that being a factor. Old timey, <laughs> old timey, painful fun. It wasn't painful at all. That's the crazy thing. Like you know, no one gets hurt like the whole time, which yeah. is just doesn't make any sense. But so I'll end with that. <laughs> hot cold game. Yeah, I'll find a, I'll find a YouTube video to put in the show notes or something. Tim's hot cold game is strong. It's on point. <laughs> it's on point. So that's all I got. Sorry, I was rambly. No, not at all. So, so I'll go last. Um, I'll bump this up to the first. I was going to talk about the Watts tireless efforts in um, all things pencil sharpener. So lately the best posts on my website are not written by me. They're written by Stephen Watts and his sons. So you should go to Pencil Revolution and check out their awesome, awesome posts about sharpeners that are in, you know, super inspiring, really, really cool pictures, and your computer will smell really good. Um also, it pays to have friends. We were talking earlier about the Capitol Hill edition uh, field notes for Starbucks. Mm. The Capitol is spelled O-L. I did not know that until after I wrote it somewhere A-L and I look like an idiot. <laughs> but um, they're, what would you call this? They're embossed? They have like a they remind raised, me, raised dots. They remind me of when you like, you know, like you're getting into like a truck or something like that and the, the aluminum yeah. Yeah, has like traction. That's traction. They're harder to pull out of your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they're, you know, flood-coated white covers. And I know a lot of folks enjoy when their field notes get beat up. So all of these little dimples start turning white, like, as soon as you start using the notebook. It's, like, the easiest age ever. It's really awesome. Plus, like, I go through them really quickly, and they don't get aged. And this is getting aged, which is great. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, also, uh, I got a new pin in the mail today from city of industry which is a shop that sells pens and patches that are really 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 cool so i wrote a review of them because sarah the lady that runs it sent me three and they got bogarted by people in my home (laughs) and i had one and lost it so she sent me another one damn it charlotte that was supposed to be mine yeah she said she's we have a kid that puts things in his mouth and they're missing pins. It's alarming. <laughs> oh, it's really man. sharp. But um, the link is in the show notes. They're like this, the most adorable pins in the world. I mean, they're really, really cool pins and really manly. Dudes should wear them too. But they're really cool. They're what, about an inch long. They say yay and they're a pencil. So, you know, what else do you want? And they're not those one-inch button pins, which are cool, but, you know, they've had their day. I think I'm a little too old to wear pins like that. Um, awesome. And lastly, this is my coolest fresh point. I was at sort of one of those um, overstock stores. Like they have, they're called Big Lots around here. I don't know what what they're yeah. called where folks live. So sometimes I'll go in there and find like random pencil stuff, like some Statler sharpeners that um, our overseas friends have never seen before, or a really cool eraser. So I found some pencils that are extruded and they're shaped like. Um, triangles, squares, hearts, and flowers. And they're made by Dixon. But unlike other extruded pencils, like those big ones, they write really, really, really nicely. They're heavy like a Wopex, but they're really dark and they sharpen kind of easily. And they're like the most mysterious pencil ever. And they were $1.30 for a pack of eight. So I bought the only three packs they had. And might have ran around to other big lots in my state and haven't found any more. So if you find some, you're very lucky. Um, all I can find is they were available in Canada in 2012. So there's some on eBay. So we're running long, so I'm going to shut up about my fresh points. 
We'll put links to everything in the show notes. And then we're going to move on to our main topic, which is the Pencil Ladies and Pencil World. Alrighty. So for our main topic today, we are joined by the Pencil Ladies, who have recently gone to Pencil World in Frankfurt. And hopefully they can answer some of our questions like, what is Paper World? And who gets to go? And how can I go? So and why didn't we start with that? Yeah, that could be our first question. What is Paper World? And you know, who gets to go? And as a side side question, how do we get to go? Um, <laughs> so I well, I can answer these. Um, so Paper World is a thing that happens in Frankfurt at this crazy convention center that is humongous, and um, it happens once a year. Um, and anybody can go like, it's, it's one of those rare trade shows where you don't have to be industry to go. You can actually just buy a ticket. Um, I don't remember how much it is a day, but you, yeah, you can just, anybody can go just even as like as, as a spectator. Um, and there are probably, oh gosh, I don't even know how many vendors. There's gotta be at least a thousand vendors there. Um, and it's across multiple halls and a humongous, like humongous trade show center that has so many moving sidewalks. And uh, Caitlin and I probably walked like four miles a day, just getting from point A to point B. And it also happens during the same time as a trade show called Creative World and another one called Christmas World, which believe it or not, <laughs> Christmas, is World. Christmas World is actually like all Christmas things. It's really weird. And the majority of the people who go to Christmas World are like families who go there as spectators because it's really fun. Um, well, my, uh, my mom might actually be at that uh, as a presenter <laughs> uh, sometime soon. My really? mom invented it. Yeah, she invented a new system of lighting Christmas trees. What? Are it's you like serious? That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. really cool. Maybe you can uh, you can go with her and then just like hop over and to just hang around, hang around for nine months until Paper World starts? Or yeah. At the same time? <laughs> Sorry, it's, I didn't mean yeah, to derail. It's, it's like super weird that these three things all happen at one time, but they oh, at one time. Yeah, I missed, have, sorry, I missed that. Yeah, it's like all in the like the same weekend in the same complex, which is massive, and um, it's really neat because they have like all the art supply companies. They have even just like companies who supply really weird things to craft stores, and there are also there's also like an entire section of the floor dedicated to printer toner. <laughs> um, and how about I mean. Some of the some of the big wigs don't show there. Like Faber Castell doesn't have a stand there anymore, and um, neither does Koinor. But um, for the majority, like at basically any company that sells pencils or any stationery in Europe is there. Um, and some of the environment's quite corporate though, so um, a lot. Like even we felt a little bit intimidated in some of the some of the stands and some of the areas because it was the type of thing where like you had to make an appointment and guarantee that you were going to be a big account for them to even be interested. But um, for the most part, it was really really fun. We got to see a lot of cool things, and um, we kind of wish that there was like a, a way that you could actually shop trade shows because there was so much stuff that we saw that we wanted to buy, but doesn't fall into the category of what we actually sell. Um, but yeah, basically that's what paper world is. And Frank Frankfurt's a weird city because there's not, I mean, it's a, it's a cool city, but there's like not a lot going on there. That's not super businessy. And it's pretty clear that this, this convention center is a huge part of their economy. I assume that, you know, they sell Frankfurters all over the place. Um, not as much as you would expect. Like <laughs> we ate, like we had a couple sausages in the convention center. And besides that, I don't think we ate any more of that. 
the yeah german food is not the greatest i will say that (laughs) (laughs) is it what was the what would you say is the most surprising new thing that you saw while you were at paper world like the thing you weren't expecting so i in particularly was really fascinated with um this pencil we saw from milan uh milan makes uh, sharpeners and erasers typically, and some like interesting mechanical pencils. They had one item in particular that I really want to stock for the store that is half highlighter pencil, half graphite. So I'm like, that just seems like the note taker's best friend. What? I heard that Milan went out of business a year or two ago. Um, Did they get bought? I'm, I'm glad that they didn't because they make cute erasers. They do make really, really cute erasers. I'm not familiar with Milan. They make really, really cool erasers that are manly and bearded. (laughs) Lumberjack Uh, They make a lot of um, eraser sharpener combos. So you have like one end that's a sharpener and one end that's an eraser. Um, We stocked a bunch at Back to School. Um, The Milan Touch was really popular. But but yeah, they... um, they do a lot of like school supplies. I think their demographic is mostly like school kids. I was just really surprised to see this half because we're both Caroline and I are both really interested in these combo things, like the red and blue pencils. We're a little obsessed with, so it was really interesting to see a half highlighter, half graphite pencil. Hmm. <clears throat> so, uh, Caitlin, I know that you and I uh, talked a little bit on Twitter about napkins and that there were lots oh of my napkins gosh. there. So I'm excited to hear about um, about napkins and what's so great about them at Paper World. Before Caroline says anything, I just want to let you know that I've spent a lot of time with her, and almost anywhere we go, if they have napkins, she's buying them. <laughs> it's her other <laughs> other vice. <laughs> CW napkins is a new store opening. <laughs> open another specialty store it's going to be novelty napkins for sure um i love napkins like even like caitlin and i went to ikea once and i bought a ton of napkins like i just yeah i i have a whole drawer of them in my apartment we had so much fun because in germany because in any of the stationery stores just in frankfurt even they sell like all your normal like school supplies kind of art supplies paper like that sort of stuff but they all have like they all have carousels of napkins Wow. Um, wow. which is something I'm not terribly used to. And then when we went to Paper World, there were so many stands, there were so many vendors that sold like notebooks and napkins. And um, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. My mom just commented that Ikea napkins are the best. She's correct. And I got that from her. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really kind of fun. I, we saw so many cool napkins. So ne- next up. Everybody get ready. CW Napkin Enterprise. That's going to be a thing someday. Somebody register that domain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I wish I could have bought all the napkins that we saw there. I would have been really happy to do that. I would have come home with a suitcase full of napkins, but um, that wasn't. Can you give us us examples of what kinds of napkins you you picked up or like your favorite ones that you saw? Oh, they had like a bunch that were just like like pretty floral prints or we saw ones that were just like a photographic image of gummy bears um they had that was, those were really great and I didn't buy them because Caitlin talked me out of it and I wish I had but not really because I don't need them um there were some that had things in German on them that we didn't understand 
Um, they were mostly just really, really, just a lot of really pretty napkins. So you're gonna like run into the problem like when we talk about using all these pencils we have. Like you're gonna have to use all these napkins. Like you have to start eating like just like ribs all the time just so you can like <laughs> use up use up tons Eat of napkins. These are dainty jelly. napkins. You nobody wants to you know eat ribs with these. Well, you know, once you have kids, you'll run out of them very quickly. <laughs> Yeah, what's the uh, acronym stash beyond life expectancy? <laughs> yeah. No one has that for napkins. Napkin stable. A little bit true. But like when I have parties at my apartment, though, people always comment on the napkins. So it's worth it to me. There you go. <laughs> we had, uh, in my wedding, we had personalized napkins, like foil stamped napkins. Oh, that's great. cool. That's cute. We have a setting for our Kingsley machine that we stamp pencils on. We have a we have like a napkin fixture to put on there if we ever want to personalize napkins with our Kingsley what? machine. I'm yeah. bringing napkins next time I come to New York. Yeah, <laughs> no, thank you, napkins. Thank you, napkins. Charlotte would be super excited. Awesome. So you guys met um, Charles Bailtimer when you were in Frankfurt. Did you meet any other really, really cool people? And also, <laughs> what is Charles like? <laughs> So we think it's, we still think it's really funny that we had to go all the way to Frankfurt to meet Charles because um, we're both based here in the U.S. And so, um, yeah, it was nice. We had coffee with him. Um, it was nice to put, put a face to the name. Well, that was just kind of the story the entire weekend was that we met so many people from so many pencil companies who um, we just hadn't, we just hadn't met before, but we'd corresponded over email for so long. And so that was really fun to meet all the actual people that we've been working with. And especially we went to um, the Viarco stand at Paper World mm -hmm. and um, they were part of, they were in creative world though, because they fall more under like art supplies more than writing materials. And so um, we went there and we were just, we got there and we were just looking around. They had like a really well-designed booth and um, we were just looking around and then one of them came up to us and was like, Caroline. And I looked at him and he looked at me and he pointed to my tattoo on my arm. And he like recognized me from my tattoo and it was the, it ended up being the two guys that we've dealt with since we started this business. And, um, that was a really fun moment. It was re they, and they were so enthusiastic and just like clearly so passionate about what they make and what they do. And it, that was a really fun interaction. I'm really glad that we got to meet them in real life, but, um, yeah, it was, I feel like half of what we accomplished during this trip was, um, meeting the actual people behind the products that we sell. Were you just a celebrity, Caroline, because just how much CW Pencils has been covered in the new, the media? Um, not really. I feel like there are, I mean, there are a couple companies who, like like Viarco and a few others, who were a little bit skeptical of us when I first sent them crazy emails. And um, yeah, meeting them in real life was kind of nice because they... Um, they were, yeah, they were excited to meet us, but no, I don't, I don't really think so. I think we're, um, we're still pretty much in, in Europe, especially like an undiscovered brand. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun though, especially when we, we, we met people and they were like wondering why we're inquiring about products and we're like, yeah, we run a pencil shop in New York. And they're like, what? <laughs> that's a thing. And we're like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a real thing. It's a very viable thing. It, it exists and we, um, sell just pencils, but, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's kind of fun to see that reaction sometimes. Based on what you saw, what is coming up this year in Penciledom that we should really be excited about? Like things that you saw pencil related that uh, you are excited about and then therefore we should be as well. 
That's a good question. Um, Caitlin? So Caroline and I have talked about this a little bit. There's not a lot of surprises in pencils at some point. Um, at least the from what we dead. saw, there aren't, there weren't a lot of, <laughs> I mean, it was more that for pencils in particular, we weren't seeing a lot of brand new things that we were getting really excited about in terms of like a new pencil item. One thing that we were really excited about that is coming out uh, hopefully in April, um, we'd heard of it back in Christmas, but we knew that they wouldn't be ready in time for Christmas, is this really, really gorgeous limited edition sharpening, uh, sharpening machine from Karen Dash. A sharpening um, machine? It's, yes, yes. The, uh, their basic sharpening machine, um, but it's coming in a red powder coat finish. It's really, really lovely in person. Um, they made, Caroline, do you remember the number? It was like 4,400 and something of them, which is the yeah, height of the Matterhorn. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the, that's how many of the limited edition sharpener they made the height or the uh, altitude of the Matterhorn. Yeah. I mean, there's not, I, I don't think that there, there aren't really a, not a lot of new things. I, I mean, I don't know, like for a couple of vendors that we've dealt with for a while, like I've noticed that sh that like softer pencils are definitely becoming more of a standard for writing, um, which may just be, which I mean, had, was a thing and kind of is still a thing, but a lot of the pencils we tried, a lot of the pencils we picked up were much softer than what we're used to by American standards. Um, we did see a lot of cool new things at Karen Dash that we will be getting. Um, they have a new addition to their graphic line, which are their kind of more fun pencils that um, we're getting soon, hopefully in the next couple months. Um, no spoilers there, but they're really, really neat. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. There, there were, I mean, there weren't a lot of surprises, honestly. Um, but there, yeah, as far as sharpeners go, like we did see a lot of cool sharpener things from Mobius and Rupert and also, um, we yeah we met with a couple other sharpener vendors and we saw we saw some things that like well not really anything prolific but just things at coom that aren't generally available in the u.s and that sort of stuff but um we saw some really awesome notebooks which we'll be getting um yeah it just it, it was just kind of all over the place and i think a lot of, it's also kind of difficult to be a vendor from the u.s who is dealing with companies in europe because um, a lot of times like that, they, they have these events like Paper World, mostly for the European market. And so um, it's kind of difficult for businesses like us who are not in the European market, we're in the US, either things might not be available in the US or they take a bit of work to get here or- um, I'm sure that your travel budget is pretty good though, right? Our travel budget? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> We have a lot of like dream trips planned, but um, yeah, we, we do what we need to do, but um, yeah, if it were up to me, we, one of us would be traveling all the time, 20, like 365 days a year. One of us would be on the road finding new things, no, but um, let us know if you first, need a mule to carry some stuff over the borders. But, <laughs> but like the, what I've learned though, through um, discovering new things and buying for this company is that um, there, I mean, there aren't often new things, but there are very often better versions of things that already exist. And that's what I'm more interested in is finding, finding things that are better versions of stuff that already, that people are already used to, or things that already exist. And, 
I think that we found a lot of awesome things in that respect. And we, um, we made a lot of headway on some projects we've been working on. And a lot of, a lot of what trade shows like paper world are about is manufacturing. And so like it's, it, you, people go there just to find people to manufacture stuff for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, yeah, we did a lot of investigative research into that for certain things we want to work on. And, um, yeah, it's, um, it's one of those things where like now, like we, we're not a, we're not a huge brand, but we're big enough that people are willing to listen to our opinions. And that's really nice. Is there anything, I don't want you to spoil anything because I think that everybody wants to, likes to be surprised, but is there anything that you might be adding to the shop that you'd be willing to talk about? Yeah. Um, specifically, um, I don't know if Caroline mentioned this or not yet. Um, Karen Dash makes uh, what's called a fixed pencil. It's a two millimeter mechanical pencil, um, and we'll be carrying a couple versions of those. That's very brand new for the shop. We're finally foraying into non-wood case pencils. Hmm. Um, there's also a couple products from E&M, which is, is it a fourth generation family owned business, Caroline? Fourth generation in Germany, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, that... They make really, really beautiful uh, handcrafted wooden products. Um, We're going to be carrying a few new items from them that are really exciting. Um, You might know them from the pencil extenders that we already have. Um, Oh, yeah. I do know those. Yeah. So we'll be having a few new things from E&M as well. Um, Okay. What else, Caroline? Um, so the, I mean, obviously we're not big fans of mechanical pencils, but we love the idea of a clutch pencil because it's something that's very like historically used for architectural drawings and engineering and those types of things. It's a lot closer to woodcase pencils because you actually have to sharpen it with a lead pointer. And, um, we learned a few months back from the CEO of Karen Dash who paid us a visit. His name is Jean-Francois. He's a lovely, lovely man. And, he told us that the Carandosh fix pencil, which is a two millimeter clutch pencil, um, what he well he told us a story while trying to convince us to to, to stock them in our shop. But um, he told us that um, well, I guess right before World War II, um, they started making this pencil because they were afraid that if another World War were to happen, that they wouldn't have enough resources to make wood case pencils. Um, and so they developed a pencil that didn't require wood, um, should that happen. And so that's where the fixed pencil came about. And, um, they still make them to this day. They're basically, and when we were at the Karen Dosh factory, we even saw like some of the, some of the much, much, much older ones and they're more or less unchanged and, um, we're stocking those soon. And they're also doing an addition in a couple months by, um, Mario Bota, who is an architect and, they're really, really cool. If you're really into designy things, they're gorgeous. And the packaging is amazing. And they come with they come with colored lead too. So you don't just get like the um the normal HV lead that the fixed pencils come with. It also comes with like I think yellow, red, and blue. Um and that was kind of a, a fun historical fact we, we learned. We learned lots of those things from Karen Dash. They're really good at educating us. So speaking of Karen Dash, just how magical was your trip there? the best ever it was like, <laughs> like i cannot even i know probably a few people who listen to this podcast read our blog posts about this but um 
our visit to their factory was truly a dream come true. It was unbelievable. And um, I just, I still think about it. Like it's been a couple of weeks and I still think about it like every day, how wonderful it was. And um, how many Oompa Loompas do they have? How many what? Oompa Loompas, Oompa Loompas like, do they have? Like 300. Wow. Um, it was really like that. It was like visiting Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Like I wish, I wish we'd recorded not, not the factory, but Caitlin and I, like our reactions while <laughs> we were there. We were like giddy children. We were like, I, I haven't felt so much like a child for a very, very long time. Um, Karen dash reaction videos. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously, we should have taken videos. We, yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. And we, um, we saw so many things and it was for both of us. It was our first pencil factory that we visited. And mm -hmm. I think it has really set the bar very, very high. I think this was the wrong pencil factory to visit first because um, <laughs> they make everything with such care and they do it all in Geneva. Like everything is made in Geneva. They design their own equipment and have their own equipment manufactured just for their factory. And they, they even like have a special formula that they came up with for the glue that they make, which is also made in Switzerland. And, um, yeah, it, it was it was truly a dream come true. It was an amazing it was an amazing visit. And they especially because they they don't really do public tours. And so there wasn't any sort of like there were no safety parameters at all. <laughs> hey, stick and, your hand in the sharpening machine, kids. That was totally uh, what it was like. Like there was nothing. <laughs> and so we were with we were it was the two of us and we were with two two like lovely gentlemen from Karandash US and our um our friend from Karandash Switzerland Urs and this tour guide Mr. Muller who um was an engineer for Karandash for 40 years he's retired and he came to the factory to give us a tour and he was just like reaching into every machine and just pulling stuff out and handing it to us and um just like kind of encouraged us to touch everything even though it may or may not have been seen did you count but, his um, fingers it was it was really cool and beyond even seeing how the pencils were made we saw how the pens are made we saw everything jeez hmm. that's cool like yeah, yeah it's not like willy wonka like yeah. actually yeah it really really was and then they yeah. took us to a beautiful lunch um in their cafeteria which is which blows any cafeteria i've ever been to out of the water it, wow. it was just yeah. it was the best day ever basically like going from that to like musgrave is going to be like going from the Maker's Mark whiskey facilities to like somebody's uncle's still that's like out in the woods <laughs> behind the house. Come on down like and check Jim out my pencils. It'd be even less character than that. It'd be Jim Beam. It'd be less character than a backwoods still. Like, well, you know, a factory that makes junk. Sorry if you like Jim Beam. No, seriously. Or sorry if you like Jim Beam. Makes my face They've break. They've got out, that awesome really. website, though, for real. <laughs> <laughs> so did you you two do anything non-pencil or stationary or paper world related in on your trip they took us to fondue Ooh. um which was very interesting it was ridiculously cheesy in absolutely every literal sense of the word <laughs> from the second you walk in it smells like hot gruyere wow um, and of course it was delicious, but it you like you left smelling like hot Gruyere. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> That's amazing. I I want to live. I want to leave somewhere smelling like hot Gruyere. 
Yeah, it was it was delicious, and I'm even lactose intolerant and gluten intolerant, and I it was still worth it. Uh. It was it was fantastic. If I feel like that trip was just like it, like we were on a plane and then we were on a plane again. It, it, it was so fast. Um, yeah, we didn't. I feel like we didn't have enough time, but um, I guess there will be other trips. Is there anything, Caroline or Caitlin, that you would like to add that we have not even talked about? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> Put you on the spot. Yeah, you're putting us on the spot. Um, I well, I mean, we're well little plug here we're coming up on our one-year anniversary of when we opened up a shop here in new york and oh yeah i, I feel like I, that's in march it's really soon it's like march 11th less than a month from now and um i think especially on this trip to germany and to switzerland like i i really just realized like how how far this like how far this shop has come even since the first time we were ever on a raceable and i remember that day i remember when you guys found out about us and I hadn't told you yet because I was embarrassed and scared. And, um, it was before we opened the physical shop and, um, that's kind of like what made all this happen. And I kind of had a, I had a nice like moment of reflection when we were on this trip that it, it had been a year or even less than, and, um, so many awesome things have happened and I feel like I owe a lot of that to this group and to Caitlin and to you guys. And I just want to say thank you for that. Guys, we're all the best. We're all the best. We're just just, uh, semi-professionally fawning over what you've done yourself. So absolutely. (laughs) Thank you. Well done. What do you have anything planned for your one year anniversary? Um, we're working on it. We will we'll obviously be doing some like online promos and in-store promos, but, um, we will have a party in New York, probably around national pencil day, which is toward the end of the end of March. So if anyone is in New York or wants to be in New York around that time, um, let us know and we'll send you an invite to our party. We're having a party, but, um, I think I have some very important work business in New York around that time. Yeah, I'm going to find some very important work business to do up there. Find some work people. Um, and yeah, yeah, find some work business and we'll be here. We're, we're having a party. We all, well, this is silly, but yeah, I ordered a whole bunch of um, novelty erasers, like the Japanese kind that are really detailed that are in the, in the shapes of cake slices. I don't know what we're going to do with those, but I saw them and got really excited. So, um, that was amazing. Some napkins. You need some personalized napkins. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we have a, yeah, we have some fun things planned. We're not going to do anything super crazy. It's only been one year when it's like 50 years, then, then we'll do crazy. um, Square garden. As Dr. Hans just said in the group, paper is the traditional one-year anniversary gift. So, boom. So you should yeah. give us napkins. Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone send us napkins. <laughs> so I feel like I should point out that three weeks from Friday, we are two years old. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Our anniversaries are about the same time. Yeah, I think in, in podcast oh, years, special. we're all ancient. <laughs> I'm not the only one with a little bit of gray. I've got a lot of it of gray, so I've got, <laughs> I've got a lot too. I'm not putting any selfies up. They're all really old. <laughs> You've seen me. I'm like nothing but gray. Actually, it was that we had we were over at a friend's house, and my his daughter, like after we left, told her dad that she was painting a picture of Henry's dad, my Henry's dad, and uh, 
sent me a picture of it, and it was just like a bunch of scribbles, and there was this big patch of white in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> there was apparently it no hair. It looks good on you. Tim, you, you should use that uh, hair dye that's like spray, like spray you, paint. You look like you know what you're talking about a lot more than people in their 20s <laughs> usually do. I mean that in a much better way than it's probably coming out. <laughs> I was a dumbass when I was your age. <laughs> that far apart. <laughs> you made quick progress, I guess. Yeah. You sound smart now. <laughs> I do a good act. <laughs> so, um, Caitlin and Caroline, can you tell folks where to find you on the interwebs? Yeah, absolutely. CW Pencils can be found at CW Pencils on Twitter and CW Pencil Enterprise on Instagram. Um, do you want our personal stuff? I don't know. If you want to give them. Oh, yeah. Um, you guys. I think we've all been friends long enough that that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> uh, I can be found at Caitlin underscore Elgin on Twitter and Kate dot Elgin on Instagram. Um, and my, my Instagram is marbles on paper and I don't have my own Twitter because I don't know how to do these things. Um, yeah. Um, I am on Twitter at at a Welfley, a W E L F L E, um, or on Instagram at the same. Um, and my website, which is woefully not updated, is woodclinched.com. How about you, Tim? You can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I'm occasionally on Instagram at Timothy Wassum. I am Johnny Gamber. I am on Instagram at Johnny Gamber. Um, I am on pencilrevolution.com, which is now updated at least once a week, sometimes twice, sometimes thrice, and that's those are good days. <laughs> and I'm on Twitter at Pencilution, although I don't do a lot with Twitter. So we are Erasable, the world's very, very, very best podcast about pencils. Number two also podcast. The, also the worst. But <laughs> no, we're not number two. We can only be number one, whichever way you're going, which is a B, which is a good grade. Um, you can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash erasable, which is for me and for a lot of folks, they say the only reason they're on Facebook, no offense to Mr. Andy's employer, um, you can find our sort of, we sort of have the official voice of erasable at facebook.com slash erasable podcast, where you can like us and get official updates. We're on Twitter at erasable podcast. And increasingly we're on Instagram at erasable podcast. We also encourage you to use the, the hashtag Erasable Podcasts and all of your you know, awesome pencil shots that are on Instagram, which just make everybody's day brighter. Um, if you could review us on iTunes and Overcast, that would be fantastic because then more people will find out about this very unique and awesome podcast. Thanks to everyone for joining us through episode 45, which is just crazy. Bye-bye. The Erasable Dudes and the Pencil Ladies continued our conversation after this episode ended, focusing almost entirely on the very important topic of the Gilmore Girls. We decided to release that as an After Dark episode. If you'd like to listen to that, a half an hour of Gilmore Girls discussion, find a link in the show notes or go to erasable.us slash 10b. The intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee. 
You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com. <laughs>